Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What's up? We got uh, spring starting 10 days from today. You got St. Patrick's Day coming up in a few days. Get your green drinking on. There. Last time I had green uh, liquor, it gave me a migraine. Food die. I was just thinking uh, last year, roughly this time, a little later in the spring, maybe. Before Omicron, before was it before Delta? Like I guess it was before Delta hit that uh, we all felt like it was over, right? Masks were coming off, and uh, things were opening back up, and you're hearing about uh, it was going to be the 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 roaring twenties again this summer, hot girl summer, and all these different things that were going to happen, and then it got quickly shut down, and that didn't happen at all. But I think that is going to happen this year. That is absolutely going to happen this year. Everything is going to get back to normal this summer. Uh, and I must toss in that in 25 to 35 American states, uh, the, all that stuff did happen, and the masks stayed off to a large extent. But yeah, depends but where you live. A lot of events didn't happen, uh, just national True. stuff and all that mm-hmm. sort of that. I think, I think this summer is going to be pretty normal. I, I would agree. It would be shocking to me, you and health authorities, if all of a sudden there was some reason not to just you know get your party on. I heard about the new Delta Cron variant yesterday. There's a new variant, but whatever. Uh, please. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up is right. Shut up, shutting up. Enough variants. We've had enough. Hey, we've got a lot of good stuff to talk about. I know Jack has all sorts of interesting poll results from a big new poll that's out. Um, but first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Let's grow up about this, okay? That's why we're here today. There's a freaking war going on. Yes, I got that. I got that. It wasn't pre-consulted with us that they plan to uh, give these planes to us. Enough talk. People are dying. Send them the planes that they need. Do not shift the responsibility. Send us planes. Can you trust Putin? Trust? Oh, no, I trust only my family. The thing is, is a Russian soldier is going to be willing to die for their country because that's what it's going to take. And, And frankly, I just don't see them doing that. And that convoy still stuck. They are having morale problems. So basically, they're the Lakers. Putin is angry and frustrated right now. He's likely to double down. Uh, This is a, a messianic mission that he is on. This is why he has to be stopped. They seek a surrender from Ukraine. This is not what they are going to get. There is a price to pay for democracy got to stand with your friends. Being loyal to those friendships, often it ain't easy. Our lockdowns, distressing as they were, saved lives. The idea that you wouldn't be honest about that, it's why people don't trust people like you, because you peddle false narratives. And so we disabuse you of those narratives. I did this and it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. A friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> and there are 9,000 unused approved drilling permits. Uh, it's one of the most misleading statistics. It's an old Democratic talking point that we've heard for years. 
When it gets to half, you put 20. Then when it gets back to half, you put 20. Yeah, but, but I'll keep stopping putting 20 in and it'll be cool. 80, Kenny. the same amount as gas. Kenny. John, sit here and lecture us, Mr. McAdams. I am Mr. McAdams and I haven't said a word, so stop yelling at me. Okay, sorry, I got that confused. Oh, God, that's funny. Uh, it is so funny. <laughs> I am Mr. McAdams. I haven't said a word, so stop yelling at me. <laughs> the talk show host goes on this epic rant against this dude, and he has the wrong guy. <laughs> Just gives him a verbal flogging. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> you well, idiot. <laughs> I'm not the guy you think you're talking to. Uh, funny. Yeah. Hey, I have an update on uh, what's going on in Ukraine all over the country coming up this half hour. There's a freaking war going on. (laughs) Yeah, true. If you haven't seen the video of the ambush that took place yesterday, Ukrainian soldiers ambushing a a long line of tanks, a tank convoy, wiping all kinds of tanks, a couple of tank commanders, lots of dead Russian soldiers on the side of the road. Really quite, uh, quite a victory for the Ukrainians. I can't wait to hear more about what's going on with that. If we got, if we're giving them intel that's given them such a uh, an advantage, or the equipment we're giving them, or whatever, I don't doubt that they're good fighters and all that sort of stuff. But the way they're laying waste to some of these Russian planes, helicopters, and tanks, I, I think there's something going on. Well, we're giving them good stuff, no doubt. Yeah. Although, while uh, we are all enjoying the Ukrainian victories when they come, there is no avoiding pain and horror in Ukraine. They're just trying to inflict enough uh, on Russian forces that uh, it changes the long arc of this thing, and, and, and Putin gives up at some point in some form. Or it gets overthrown. Right, right. That's right. We haven't really brought that up on the air, have we? The idea of a military coup in Russia. I mean, that is not out of the question. I wouldn't call it likely, but it ain't out of the question. You want to break on time for once in our lives how, and come back with all that poll stuff or what? Yeah, how is it not? I mean, it might be hard to pull off, but it's got to be beyond likely that it's being discussed or that there's a there's a group of people that want to do it. There's no way these super rich Russian oligarchs are enjoy ha- enjoying having their houses and yachts seized and their lives upended so that they can what? What are they getting out of it? And the military's getting their uh, you know hats handed to them. Mm-hmm. Um and and being embarrassed on the world stage, and thinking, okay, so even if we succeed at this, so now I'm going to be in Ukraine for the next however many years fighting an insurgency uh, 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 that is supplied by NATO. That sounds like a good time. And again, so I can what? What's the goal? What are we getting out of this? Right. It's going to be a disaster on every level for Putin and Russia. There is not a human. Maybe on the planet, outside of Vladimir Putin himself, and I'm not even sure he thinks this has got a possible good ending. Right, right. God, I would uh, love to. Wouldn't you love to know what's in his mind right now? Well, if he still thinks this could come out well, he's psychotic. Yeah, he's, he's actually lost his marbles. He's not, not just not lost rational. his sense of proportion. He's actually lost his ability for rational thought. Uh, Wall Street Journal did a great big giant poll on a whole bunch of different topics, including how many Amer- um, Americans are more unified in support of Ukraine. And the sanctions and a bunch of different stuff more support, uh, unified than we have been since 9-11, Republicans and Democrats. But if you ask who would handle an issue better, Republicans or Democrats, and a whole bunch of different things, oh, my God, it's almost entirely Republicans with big leads right really? now. Really? Yeah, I'll wow. go through some of those for you. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty.
Drone footage from today shows a dramatic ambush of a Russian tank convoy by Ukrainian forces just 14 miles outside Kyiv. The Ukrainians have been using shoulder-fired missiles to destroy tanks, but also Turkish-made armed drones, which have been effective against these Russia tank columns. We're the most capable military on the planet by far. I just think we're giving way more help to Ukraine than we're saying out loud, which is fine. Don't say it out loud. I think that's how they're able to ambush, for instance, this tank column that they just decimated yesterday, which is awesome. Intelligence help, you mean, as opposed to weaponry or both? I wonder if there's not some weapon we don't know about that they're getting. Certainly intelligence. Mm, I don't know. I'm I'm told that the anti-tank weapons that were given them are the serious, serious stuff. We're but I'm not an to- expert by far. We we shouldn't know what the serious stuff is. We're being told way too much stuff. God, I, I saw a good conversation about this on cable news today. Why are we all aware of every weapon we're giving them, or what weapon we're not giving them, and and how they're coming into the country? What is the point of all this information? Jack is anti-government transparency, folks. Why don't you just move to Russia? Live under Putin, Ivan. I mm. certainly am in the midst of a war. Yeah, I hear you. So quick update. There's a freaking uh, war going on. That's, that's your right, point, Benson. Senator. Thank you. Uh, no progress for Russian advance elements northwest of Kiev, still about 15 kilometers from the city center. Uh, officials say support elements are moving closer, though. So the battle elements will be uh, Chernaev is isolated and under increasing pressure. Uh, Russia forces getting closer to Kiev from the east, now about 20 to 30 kilometers away. Uh, Russian forces closing in on Kharkiv per a senior U.S. defense official. Um, uh, more Internet outages, more electrical outages in that region. So things are, even as uh, the Ukrainians are, are chalking up some victories, things are getting really, really ugly. Right, and there are uh, reports today that that column the convoy is starting to spread out. Now, there is some confusion as to whether it's spreading out so it can encircle the capital or it's spreading out because it's trying to hide in the woods after what happened to all their tanks yesterday being lined up in an easily hit column. So who knows? The Wall Street Journal's got, in the rubble of Ukraine's second largest city, survivors make a stand. This is Kharkiv. Missiles struck apartments, museums, and libraries. They target... And there's a where did I read this article yesterday about how this is their thing that they did uh, in, in some of the other countries and cities that they have destroyed in Putin's wars. They go after the civic structure of society. They go after museums and schools and hospitals because they feel that's the best way to just make the population have no fight left in them. You're... Your institutions are all blown up. They also um, assassinate. um, They killed a museum director in one of the cities yesterday. They assassinate people like that. They go after the elites to try to kill off a city. Wow. I don't think that's going to work. I don't think it's going to work either, but man, it's awful. It might work in some places. It might work in like San Francisco, but it's not going to work in Ukraine. Well, and the the Western world is not going to stop supplying them with the best weapons that exist. As long as we can get them in. As long as we can get them in. Which is getting more difficult, from what I understand. Uh, Yeah, anyway. um, Airstrikes pounded cities from afar. That's worth pointing out because those missiles are coming in from Russia or Belarus. And 
a no-fly zone would have nothing to do with that. It's worth knowing. Mm-hmm. Wall Street Journal poll out today on a whole bunch of different issues. One, we're more united around this Ukraine issue than we have been at any time since 9-11. And if you take 9-11 out of the picture, it's you know practically unique in modern American history. In that almost all Republicans and Democrats back Ukraine. There's only Putin's got a 4% approval rating. And that's the same within a couple of points, within the margin of error for Republicans and Democrats. Now, I think all 4% of those people who support Putin text me on a daily basis of, uh, I can't believe you stupid MFers are falling for this narrative, blah, 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 blah. But Thank you for the helpful input, friends. There's 4% of you out there that feel that way. Um, Which number should I go with first? Okay, the idea of banning imports of Russian oil. 79% of voters, let's call it 80%, since it's within the margin of error, uh, 80% of voters, four out of five voters, are okay with banning Russian oil coming in, including 75% of Republicans. So this is a bipartisan, way, way, way heavily supported, even though everybody knows that this is going to make their gas cost more, or assume it's going to, and they're still behind it. That that level of we support we support paying a financial price to help a country on the other side of the world that we know nothing about. It's really interesting. What do you think is driving that mostly? I just think the perception of a, a big evil country beating up on a, uh, a smaller country that just wants to be left alone. I mean, it's, it's a, a classic tale of human history. Not quite as much support, but still a majority of support of uh, just over 50% of voters say they approve of how the president has dealt with Russia compared to 44% who disapprove. And who knows how long that will last over time. In that in clips of the week, that was Mitt Romney's voice saying, give them the dang planes, you know. So there, 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 there are a handful of people out there, almost all Republicans, but a couple of Democrats I'd have heard of that want us to give them the planes and cross that self-imposed line that we drew on what is okay and what is not as far as angering Putin. God, I think it was, God, what congressman did I hear the other day talking about a Democrat saying, why are we coming up with self-imposed limits of what we'll do to help based on what will make Putin mad? Well, we're trying to avoid World War III. You know, that whole plane thing has got me so mystified. Mike Lyons, military analyst, friend of the show, uh, was saying, no, they don't need that. It would take months to get those things in the field. They don't have enough pilots. They have enough planes for the pilots they have already. Jen Griffin with a report that says the these MiGs aren't really well maintained. They need work. I mean, it would be ages until they're ready to go. I'm mystified uh, so, on this, too. I, I don't know, but Zelensky seems desperate to get the planes, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and 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 what's true and what's not. Uh, let's run through some issues real quick because the Republicans have the lead over the Democratic Party in a whole bunch of issues. It's kind of surprising. Rebuild the economy. Which party do you trust more to rebuild the the economy? Thirteen point win for Republicans. Um, has a better economic plan to make life easier for people. Democrats always win those articles. Nope. Got a an eight-point win for the Republican Party on that one. Reduce crime, that's a 20-point win for the Republican Party. Uh, get inflation under control, a 17-point win for the Republican Party. Look out for middle-class families, slight edge to the Republicans, but still, that's usually, a, a Democrats usually win, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Handle America's foreign policy, 
that is an eight-point win for the Republicans. Imagine, manage the situation in Ukraine, seven-point win. The only one Democrats win, and it's by a little, it is get COVID under control. But everything else is leaning a little to a lot. People trust the Republican Party. Yeah, not surprising. Um, I'm a little shocked at the crime statistic. It's only a 20% win uh, for Republicans, but who knows? People believe all sorts of crazy stuff and vote accordingly. I have a... uh... I have an inkling that it's got more to do with I don't trust the Democrats to do these things than I do trust the Republicans to do these things. Sure, yeah. I was thinking as you were reciting those statistics, I trust the Republicans to do a better job on all of those things, too, but I don't trust the Republicans (laughs) in general. A bunch of politicians. I mean, I like the policies better, but they're uh, slippery, slippery folk. And people are willing to keep a wedge issue an issue rather than solve it if it will help them raise money. As always. Speaking if you of, crime, an hour of the show, Juicy Smollett coming up. Oh, right. if you if you haven't heard this, stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Tiger Woods was inducted into the Golf Hall of Fame yesterday in Florida, but he still hasn't heard back from the Driving Hall of Fame. (laughs) There's still time. There's still time. He just hasn't heard. (laughs) Thinks he's in California. He's in Florida at a stoplight with four flat tires. (laughs) Right. Which is not easy to do. I mean, if you set out to somehow flatten all four of your tires, it'd take a while. And you should know, I mean, we all get lost, but you should sure. know within 3,500 miles of where you are. <laughs> you should be able to nail down a time zone. Exactly. You know who's an idiot? Jesse Smollett. That guy is a moron. Or crazy. Yeah, or both. Very pretty, very talented, I'm told, uh, but not too bright. So I assume you know the story. He faked, a, he did a race hoax and got caught almost That was a hoax? <laughs> there aren't big weightlifting black Nigerian white supremacist Trump fans menacing the subways of Chicago at 3 a.m. in bitterly cold winter nights. I'll be damned. With bottles of bleach. That. Exactly. And nooses at their disposal, handily enough. So he was found guilty a while back. We knew that. It, the sentencing was yesterday, and the judge said some really mean things to him. Uh, called him a hypocritical charlatan. Hey, well, hey, I, well, come on now, judge. I'm trying to turn myself around here, and you're helping. My, you're hurting my self-esteem. Called him a hypocritical charlatan, and accused him of being a narcissistic, arrogant, and selfish. You wanted to make yourself more famous. You were actually throwing a pity party for yourself. And Jesse did get sentenced to 150 days in jail and a bunch of different fines and things he's got to pay off and that sort of thing. But he was not going to go quietly. This might be hard to hear at first. He gets louder as he gets more animated, and then we'll fill in the gaps. This is him talking to the judge, and it's worth noting that at some point he stands up as he's getting more angry, and you know, bailiffs and guys in uniforms with guns run over behind him like, yeah, you go any further here, and we're going to have to put you, give you the old zappity zap. <laughs> but uh, here's how it sounded. No, I would just like to say to Your Honor that I am, uh, I am not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. I am innocent. 
and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this and I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your decision. Jail time. I am not suicidal. Okay. Wow. Why, why did he keep saying I'm not suicidal? The first Saw time the he says Jeffrey it's a Jeff- Epstein thing. Come on. He's afraid Hillary's going to have him off. The I first time he said I'm not suicidal, the judge said, okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. It's just 150 days. Place. You won't even notice it. Uh, Actually, so what is five 30? months in the Cook County Jail, you will notice. Oy. Five months in the county jail in a big city doesn't sound like something I want to do. No, they'll keep him safe and off to himself, I'm sure. It'll mostly be just terribly boring, I would imagine, because the jail doesn't want him to get hurt. That would be terrible. They'd be in serious trouble. So. Is this the way they kept Epstein safe? Oh, boy. <laughs> or Jeffrey Dahmer? Uh, fair point. Or a number of other people. Sure. Um, if you couldn't hear what he said, he kept yelling, I'm not suicidal. I'm innocent. And then he said, if I did this, that means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ. I have no idea what that sentence means. I, I, you stuck your fist in the fears of the black community. Well, don't, don't do that without their consent. Certainly. I mean, What? Did Kamala Harris write that speech for him? Moving on from his fisting fears. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this, and I am not suicidal. If anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it myself, and you must all know that. And then when he left the courtroom, he put it, he gave the, the, the fist in the air, the black power fist in the air, and started yelling, I'm not suicidal again. Wow. Wow. You He's are not- guilty, though, son. I mean, you're you're really guilty. You're completely innocence-free. <laughs> Come on. It, it's had to occur to him that he's practically unhirable. Uh, yeah, by most. Although some activists like Spike Lee or something would hire him to make a point, I guess. I don't nah, know. No, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Now, like I said earlier, if Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are making fun of you, I don't think, I don't think you got anybody coming to your defense. I was going to say, sometimes, you know, back in the day, back in the uh, the big nightclub days of Vaughnville, whatever, you'd have a, a singer open for a comedian or a comedian open for a singer or something like that. Maybe uh, Juicy Sommelier should open for Dave Chappelle. Do a couple of songs. He's got a beautiful voice. So, those of you, uh, a move update, if you're keeping a track of my uh, story. I've got my shapewear dialed in finally. Got the right size. Remember oh, I got, congrats. I bought some shapewear that was too loose. It was basically like a tight T-shirt. Didn't do me any good. Then I got one that was too tight that I my heart could no longer beat, so that was no good. But then I got the right size with the right brand, and I'll tell you what. Freaking looked fantastic. Oh, oh my nice. God, did I look good. Nice. That's a, that stuff is the deal. If you haven't tried the shapewear, oh, my God, you get the right size. That's like I couldn't stop looking at myself in the mirror. It's awesome. Isn't it, isn't it kind of warm for an extra layer of clothing, though? Oh, I mean, it's very thin. Very, very oh. thin. It's practically nothing. Does it breathe or is it much? Because I've got like one pressure shirt, but it's like Under Armour and it's, uh, how do I describe it? It's one of those synthetic things. Mm-hmm. 
And I just, nah, it's too hot. This this thing is a nothing. Um, really? there, you know, there's lots of different brands out there. But, I'll, you know, maybe maybe most women are saying, yeah, yeah, I've known this for a long time. But yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's, it's something. Now, I still don't understand what you do, you know. I may never end up in this situation, so it won't matter. But, um... Uh, what you do if you're ever uh, if you're ever in a situation where somebody's going to see you without your shapewear on, and, and you have to announce, "Okay, are you ready? You're about to see the real me. Take off the shapewear and blah." Install just... a dimmer. Got to install a dimmer light in the bedroom in the boudoir. <laughs> so I'll bet, like a lot of our uh, a lot of our stars that we see on TV, they're probably wearing the shapewear, right? Especially the older crowd. Oh, that's still look really good. Sure. Because it's amazing. I mean, it's like stunning. You think, this is crazy. How come everybody isn't doing this? Is it uncomfortable? It sounds uncomfortable to me. I actually found it more comfortable. Wow, so it kept everything right in place. Does it come with a uh, matching pair of panties? What? Who's that? (laughs) Sorry, did I say that out loud or just think it? Well, they, they make a I'm lot kidding. of shapewear for men. Google it on uh, Amazon. You, they're, they're like a gazillion choice. It's a way bigger industry than I was aware of. Like, I was completely unaware of this a couple of weeks ago. Didn't know it was a thing at all. How do you feel about a cucumber in your pants? Are you interested in that as well? Or as long as you're you know, deceiving people, which you clearly are. <laughs> I'll wear the shapewear with a tuxedo t-shirt to try to fool people into thinking I'm wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just, all I'm hearing is dishonesty. And maybe that same wig I wore for Halloween and just, you know, <laughs> see how I do. Oh, my gosh. See if it helps my life in any way. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's uh, it's not, it's not, it doesn't fit my personality, really. Um, <laughs> it's just, I find it, I find it weird, kind of, that it's so popular. But nobody talks about it. No. Not a lot. Well, not much. Yeah. It's uh, it's 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 weird. It's uh, you, people presenting themselves to others with a with a of course, you know, fake boobs have been around for quite a while now. They're very common. Yeah. Dying it. You know, this is all women's stuff for the most part, but but dyeing your hair is just it's so common it's like just a given, right? Oh yeah, that's uh, plenty of dudes do that as well. Yeah, but for women, very few women just go naturally gray now. That's true. Whenever I see it, it's always kind of shocking. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I kind of admire it. Uh, my beautiful wife doesn't rock that uh, look. But, uh, so you got a guilt I thing? Or... What? Easy now. This is not the podcast. I, oh, I'm I asking forgot. you to show a little restraint. I forgot that it's not the podcast. Gee, Michael, cut off his mic before he, you know. Maybe well, we sh- still have a job. Maybe the shapewear is squeezing my brain. <laughs> Could be. Um, we'll finish strong. I got to quit looking at the headlines out of Ukraine. They're not good today. Here's something a little cheerier. Six Florida spring breakers overdose on fentanyl-laced cocaine. Wow. Yeah, six. All in cardiac arrest. Going to spring break, thought they're going to do a little wild and fun. And uh, so, the guy that wrote that article for the Atlantic, his thing is there's no such thing as safe recreational drug use right now. That's correct. I mean, you can talk about pot if you want. Anything that's grown is different than anything that comes in chemical form, pill powder, etc. But there is no such thing as safe use of uh, of uh, recreational hard drugs. 
Man, if I, had like on tw- the street. if I had like a 20-year-old who was headed off to spring break, I'd, sh- or, you know, just in general, but I would certainly tell them that. Look, the whole somebody brings something out at a party and everybody's doing it, that, that just, that, that, that's a bad idea. Yep, no matter what it is, do not do it. Get drunk, smoke weed, whatever you want to do. I'm not saying they should, but you know what I mean. But no hard drugs, too dangerous. Get drunk, play Wordle, go to bed. Perfectly fun night. Sounds like a wonderful evening. Finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Yeah, we're tuned to KPK News Radio. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, but it's not just restaurants. Philip Morris, the maker of Marlboro cigarettes, uh, just announced plans to scale down operations. That's tough because in Russia, cigarettes make up 90% of the food pyramid. <laughs> you know you messed up when even tobacco companies are like, we can't be associated with you. That's funny. Um, the ghost of Kiev is coming for you, apparently is a social media thing today in Ukraine. Ah. Still talking about the ghost of Kiev. Or they refer to the entire Air Force as that now or something. Nobody's exactly sure. But, uh, yeah, that's the spectacularly effective hit and run special forces guy or something. It was was an ace bomber there at the beginning. Uh, Then it was debunked, but then it was rebunked. And I don't know where it is now. So here's some breaking celebrity dating news for you. So yesterday we had Elon Musk and Grimes. His girlfriend announced that they were having a, they had another little girl with a very strange name and that I don't remember. Then shortly after that story broke and everybody talked about the strange name because Elon Musk's a weirdo, um, very, very smart, very successful, but a weirdo. The announcement came out that he and Grimes had broken up. So the same oh, no. day, the same day you announce you're having a second kid, you announce you're broken up. And now today the New York Post is saying exclusive. Grimes is dating Chelsea Manning after Elon Musk breakup. Wait, what? <laughs> Are you shitting me? That's right, Ian. Chelsea Manning, who's a gal now. And a traitor to her country, I think. Is now dating the girlfriend and baby mama of Elon Musk. Right. Okay. I wish those two kids uh, nothing but happiness. Grimes appears to be a complete crazy person. You wouldn't think Elon would sign up for that, unless which they're the same you, kind of crazy. I don't know. Which makes you wonder about Elon Musk. What is going on in his personal life? Huh. How does he keep it together with all that going on in the background? Is uh, I, I got a feeling Kanye West is going to factor into this story <laughs> at some point. Don't you? He plays a role at some point. Or one or more Kardashians. It just the seems ghost of like... Kanye West will rear its ugly head. <laughs> it's kind of got that feel. Yeah. Oh, on a similar topic, two uh, somewhat Ukraine-related uh, stories. Number one, and uh, I just saw a tweet on this, and, and the guy who tweeted it said, WTF did I just read? The White House is briefing TikTok stars about the war in Ukraine. On Thursday afternoon, 30 top TikTok stars gathered on a Zoom call to receive key information about the war unfolding in Ukraine. 
National Security Council staffers and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki briefed the influencers about the United States' strategic goals in the region and answered questions, blah, blah, blah. This is from, uh, judging by the font, that's um, what the New York Times. <clears throat> what? Yeah, I so, know. So some chick who wears boy shorts and a bra and dances is getting briefed by the White House about the war in Ukraine? Apparently. Because I don't, I don't have the list of the uh, top 30 TikTok stars. and Yeah, I'll bet they're all they're more active. or less the same. Yeah. Yeah. This is an odd world we live in. Okay. I get it. I mean, if you want your side of the story distributed, you would reach out to those people. And then Ian Bremmer, who we just heard from seconds ago, said, I don't see any circumstances where the U.S. or NATO sends troops to defend Ukraine. Not if chemical weapons are used, not if a tactical nuclear weapon is deployed, but Putin will never win this war. What does deployed mean? Hmm. Sent to uh, to work to do the uh, soldier thing. Like oh, set used. off? Yeah, used. Used. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow, he doesn't think we would get involved if a tactical nuke was used. I don't know about that. Well, um, maybe that would make it less likely that we get involved. Okay, more, yeah, more like more likely for everyone to believe Putin is in some sort of suicide spiral and just right. stay out of his way. Yeah, if Putin's message was, yeah, and I've got plenty more of them, and you either stay out of my way or it's on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. Uh, but his conclusion is absolutely right, and you don't need to have a Ph.D. in political science like him to come to this conclusion. There is no win for Putin here. That's why it's such a weird story. That's why it's such a dangerous story. There is no win. When is the last time there has been a war where there's a no-win situation for one side? It just it ain't going to happen. Well, and, and it's even more interesting that the no-win side is the aggressor. Right. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. One more note from Twitter, which is mostly a cesspool. Here's somebody making the point that the United States government is an army with a country attached. It's mostly just a military, and they have the federal discretionary spending. And there's the 50% or so spent on the military. It's a nice graph. It leaves out the fact that the vast majority of spending is non-discretionary spending, and it's social programs. But millions of people will see that graph and get a wildly twisted idea of what our government spends your tax dollars on. It's a little frustrating, but eh, I'll live with it. I say final, you say thoughts. Final, 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 Wow. Here's your host for final thoughts. feel, didn't it? Kind of a military feel? Yeah, I liked it. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. All right, let's get a final thought from everybody. Michelangelo, lead us off. Spend time with your family and kids tomorrow during the day. Because Sunday at 2 a.m., we move the clocks forward, and you're going to lose an hour. The time time changes this weekend? Didn't we just do that like a month ago? No? No, indeed. Long evenings. Love it. I never know which direction the clock's going. Spring forward. Forward. That's an hour forward. Forward. That's an hour less with your kids and family. But so, you're going to be asleep. Luckily, my iPhone will just tell me what time it is. I'll go around the house and put the clocks to that time. There you go. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, final thought? I do. Baseball's back. I'm super excited. I'm staying up with my New Year's resolution. I was going to take three strokes off my golf game. Tomorrow, I test it. I'm playing in a tournament. Wish me luck. 
Cool. All right. Good luck, Jack. Final thought for us. I'm quoting Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Google him if you don't know who he is. Russian dissident. We know they are lying. They know they are lying. They know that we know they're lying. We know that they know that we know they are lying. And yet they still continue to lie. Wow, I can't top that. I was going to mention that I'm continuing to watch Chernobyl, but the same topic, same conclusion. Yet they continue to lie. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Lots of good stuff at armstrongandgetty.com, including the podcasts. We'll see you Monday. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. There's a freaking war going on. They are ruthless. Well, you're being a wise guy with me a little bit. I think that you may be over egging the pudding. Enough talk. It's a little too much docky dog. I haven't said a word, so stop yelling at me. We must together work together. Okay. Come on. Okay, sorry. I got that confused. I have to say, I am genuinely thrilled, but I I, I, I do apologize for it. Whatever. Have a great Friday, you mother. Uh, Armstrong and Getty.